0: Hey, this is the franchise Shane Douglas, and you're listening to The New World Rising. It's 1998 in a remote California town at a secluded private school.
1: We could have a Halloween party, just the four of us We could have a roaming orgy I oh, love the way this
0: <laughs> man thinks
1: No booze,
0: no drugs, no kidding One
2: teacher is living in fear
1: I'm not who you think I am I changed my name when I went into hiding Terrible Take
2: your gloves. My brother killed my sister
0: How'd he do that?
2: With a really big kitchen knife.
0: That's enough. I can't take it, Mom. He's dead. It's been 20 years. What's he waiting for, huh? Don't you think he would have shown up by now? What's
2: going on, babe? I don't know.
0: This is a sick joke. (laughs) Now.
2: Come on!
0: The face of good and the face of evil will meet one last time. But this time,
2: it's going to be a fight to the finish. Michael!
0: This summer, terror won't be taking a vacation. Halloween H2O.
2: It's Halloween. I guess everyone is entitled to one good scare.
1: I've had my share.
2: So we're back. It's a new Blood Rising podcast, uh, chronicling through Season 3 here the, uh, the ECW pay-per-views. This time we're taking a look at Heat Wave 98, which uh, is a very highly regarded show by many fans of professional wrestling. And I don't think that's going to miss a beat here, to be honest. I'm William Rinkin, joined, of course, by Jason Kiesler. Hello, folks. Charlie Stabile. Uh, how's everybody doing? <laughs> kind of you. Oh, yeah you had a couple options <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's alright that's alright I, I chose my path ju- <laughs> and Martin Dixon
1: hello I think Charlie had a sudden attack of anominal dysphasia which is when you forget what you're saying in the middle of
2: and you combine two things yeah I'm just like, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> I, I, poo. No. I drooled a little in my pants so we're back we're doing we're um we're with Heat Wave 98, which uh, I remember when we were starting the season, you had pointed out that this was a big show to look out for early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when I first saw th- this show, uh, Pioneer Entertainment used to release ECW's um, video library on, on video cassette, and they would always release compilations like uh, Path of Destruction, Extreme Evolution. I had them all... They only released two full pay-per-views on VHS. One of them was Barely Legal, and the other one was Heatwave 98. So, of course, I picked up both of them, and I loved Heatwave 98. I I wore that tape out. So, not only to watch this with our show, but to watch the original version, which obviously I don't have because Pioneer released a, a modified version of it. I was very excited. This was always a good show to me. Um, had either of you guys seen this or seen anything about this show previous to doing this episode?
1: Nope. I'd, I'd heard bits of OSW Reviews episode on this, but not, never seen the show or really knew about it other than its name. J- Jason?
0: I started watching a little bit of it when the network first came out, but then when Joey Styles said, let me introduce to you my guest color commentator, <laughs> it was Shane Douglas, I turned it off. Right.
2: <laughs> Which, I'll give it this. That's not nearly as bad as as I would have thought it would be. He yeah. just seems like he's yeah. on delay. He's, like, yeah. he's very behind and he on makes, everything. He, occasionally, occasionally, he makes an interesting comment. Like, a different way to look at a match. We're going to get into it, but I think, like, the biggest problem is Joey can't do two-man booth. I don't he, think he can do it very well. He, you'll, Oh, he can. I don't think he's... I don't not, think it's a strong suit, though. Maybe not yet, Oh, but... Like, when he starts getting color commentary from Gertner and uh, Cyrus, like, I, I, I actually really enjoy it. And that. I'll look forward to that. It seems like, though, with the past couple of... They've done some guest spots with, with him. Paul Heyman. And unfortunately, like, he just doesn't seem like he's good at volleying it back to the other guy. Okay. Yet. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, because him and Gertner, I thought, were a very Same. underrated commentary team. I'm excited. But... I, I will give you that, though. Styles is one of the few guys I could just listen to on his own. remember, that's what kind of hurt him in Raw. When he did uh, Raw there for that brief period of time in, like, 05, They never paired him correctly on, on nah, Raw. Man. But then and they had, had him on ECW. dub Well, they had him um I think so. I think he calls One Night Stand with Mick Foley. Right. And yes. Foley is, was never a good commentator. No, no. And he talks about that in one of his books, how... He couldn't do it because Vince was always yelling in his ear, and that's right. why he left the company. He he gets to do Raw when JR steps aside, and then I think, like, they realize it's just... Is it, that when he cut that shoot? Yes.
1: Yeah, that was in the lead-up to the second One Night Stand. Yes. Okay.
2: Because then he was doing the ECW TV with, with Taz, oh. which there it, It's just, it's unfortunate, like, you would think, awesome... That's an ECW original. Great. Joey, the voice of ECW. Awesome. Not very good. Not no. very good. Well, Taz, I, I, I try to remember him as a color commentator when I watch these shows because of how drastically different it is and how, how much energy he tries to expel out of himself during the color commentary when he is so much more effective in this kind of like thug life kind of guy. The only time he was solid, I think, was with Michael Cole. They had some really that's good as chemistry. As he got. And that was about it. Anyway, all right. So I don't, that's not the Tomato. Right. So where are we? We're at the Hera Arena in Dayton, Ohio. We've made it back up into true ECW territory at this point. Um, pretty good crowd, 4,376. Buy rate 0.25. We didn't say what it was last month, but it was, at, or last show, it was 0.21. So this was definitely cool. up. Makes sense. This is a big card. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of big this stuff on. This is an impressive on. card just to look at um joey's in the ring of course to start off and he times out perfectly the entrance with the music of shane douglas who is still the ecw champion and just like like jason said the the worst news is that you find out he's going to be your color commentator when when you look at him from like 1994 when he cut that promo to what basically how he ended in wcw he just looks douchier as time goes by. Yeah. Like, what, what is he wearing here? Does he have a jersey?
1: Jolts. <clears throat> jolts and a triple threat t-shirt. And he's wearing
2: the... And I a beret. Him, I was going to say the Triple H beret hat. That's oh, all what yeah. I associated with <laughs> is, is him, which I found ironic. Um, but uh, Francine comes out leaving very little of the imagination. That's true. And, oh, I mean yeah. Especially to Joey. Oh, yeah. Is
1: this, <laughs> she is, introduces him to a two-breast friends. So
2: weird. <laughs> like, is Shane injured? Like... Because I, he's the world yeah, because he's
1: got the, the elbow brace on, hasn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah and he's the world champion. And I, I always wondered if this whole FTW thing was to basically be a holdover because Shane couldn't defend the ECW title. I think so. I yeah. would wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, we get this weird just opening bit with them. Yeah. And it goes our intro video. And then as we're coming out of the video, we've got Justin Credible and his troop coming out here of – uh, Nicole Bass, who Joey says they should call her Russia because she's bigger than China. That is a good line.
1: <laughs> it is,
2: although <laughs> it's stupid, but good. stupid. Stupid. That's it's stupid. Yeah, but it's good. But he's got uh, a coming out too. You've got Jason coming. I mean, it's like fuck me. Like the whole. Group. It's weird because it's like they did Ravens' flop. It's one of the strangest entourages. Yeah, and they, I think they mentioned that. Like it doesn't make sense. You got a guy that claims to yeah. be the sexiest man alive. You got a girl that looks like a man, and then you got chastity, right? Whoever, uh, whatever, whatever, that whatever is. she is, yeah, exactly. Right? And then there's Justin Credible.
0: right? What it's a- funny as shit though, with because Nicole Bass is so big, and she's standing in the middle, and you just see Justin Credible's little rat face pop up on her shoulder. <laughs> yeah,
1: he does come and, have-
0: and I started like laughing my ass off. I was like, "That's a, that's a hoot." But it was this was like when she was gone last month. Was that when she had like her little stint? And the WWF where she was with Val Venis?
1: No, I, that I think that was Yeah, That
0: yeah.
1: happened that so, late? Yeah, because yeah, she has a match on WWF pay-per-view in 1999 at Over the Edge 1999.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's that's a not a good yeah. show to have a match on.
1: No, It's not, is it?
2: No. Uh-uh. Oh, Oof. man. I actually remember almost that entire card. Like, just... Just because of the, I remember because it's in that, I It's, I said before the my wheelhouse of Austin, you know my favorite era of Steve Austin, and it's one of the worst matches he has in there because that it's match with Taker is just like the, easily one of the worst stunners I've ever seen. Yeah, and they just ended with a quick count, right? It's ridiculous. But um, this year, we're getting a real. I mean, what a treat to start a pay per view. Just incredible. Who we've seen going through the matches with Mikey Whipwreck. You know, he The way he's over with the crowd in terms of heat, it's going against Jerry Lynn, who thankfully we're getting him in a good singles match. Now with yep. like Chris Chetty or any of that other stuff, we're getting him just Jerry Lynn. It's like and, they realized he was a good wrestler. Yeah. And apparently they've had a, a series of matches. Right. And right. and I love how they say, well, this match will decide who wins the feud. And it's like, what? Yeah. Is that how that works? How many people? How many matches has this guy won versus this? How many matches has right. it been total? I actually don't know the answer to that. Right. But... I, uh, this match kicks ass. I, I, I have a couple – sh- I will occasionally have a Shane Douglas commentary note. I'm sure we all will. Oh, we all will. Um, I like the, my first one is, he's intense right now. It's how he describes Just Incredible. And it's like, well, no shit, Shane. Have you been watching <laughs> – I mean, we, we've been watching the show. We know Just Credible is pretty intense when it comes out. I just love his very obvious commentary on things. But this is a hell of a – this is a hell of a good match here. A lot of tiger bombs on this show early on. This has one of them, but um, now
1: I oh I boy. get the feeling that what Joey calls a tiger bomb isn't what I know to be a tiger bomb. Me neither. Is that? Right? I always thought the tiger bomb was hooking the arms like a pedigree type deal. Right.
2: <laughs> like the
1: pro. Like
2: isn't that the pro river, river plunge? plunge? Yeah, See, I thought the tiger bomb was like a German suplex, but you hook, you do the the hooking of the arms. I got you, and then you, you lift them like that. That's what I thought the tiger. That's bomb probably was. a lion bomb. It,
0: a lion. <laughs> 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 a bomb. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad
2: boy. On the sun. Um, this is a pretty badass opener. It's it's fast moving. You've got. Uh, Justin Credible eventually goes over. There's a lot of, obviously, shenanigans that happens here. But he ends up going over with, um, I mean, an amazing top rope. That's incredible. It
0: looked
2: devastating. And I don't mind that he goes over. I think it's fine that he goes over. Lynn still looks amazing in this. Who's going to kick out of a top rope tombstone? Exactly. Yeah. Hell shit, man. I'm (laughs) telling you. (laughs) Last show it took until the end. Now we freaking take her out the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm here, man. I here. Yeah, I'll out. tell you, Terry Funk tried to convince me that was legit. And I was like, shit, no, Terry. Why don't you go bleed a little? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Jason, let's bat this around. What did you think of this opener?
0: Uh, man, this this is, like we said, this is a great opener. Um, and even though it's licensed music, they both got really good music. Because you got yeah. Jerry Lee coming out Prong. And then you've got, or not Jerry, sorry, Credible came out to Prong Jerry League, came out of some Peer Factory. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm really into this. I like how we have uh, the the best that Ohio has to offer right there in the front row doing a pose-off with Nicole Bass.
2: Um, (laughs) Yes, you're right. You're uh, absolutely right, yes.
0: Oh, man, those are the great – I like how the – this is – this is like, what, the eighth pay-per-view we've watched with ECW, and we finally get a ref that says, chairs don't belong in the ring. He did say that.
2: Yeah, what are you doing
0: over there? (laughs) What? I I don't get it. I assumed all matches were no DQ anyway, which is I'm always still confused of why they do ref distractions. But uh, my Shane Douglas commentary note of this is, he says that spreading your legs makes you weigh anywhere 20 to 25 pounds more. Yeah. During a pin. I was like, or it makes you feel like it. I was just going, what I was. I'm trying like really hard to not have like a horribly sexist joke right now. Yeah, um,
2: yeah.
0: I actually. The, uh, go ahead.
2: I actually really like that comment. I I know what he's saying because if you cover a guy, there's still some air in between you and him. But if you were to, if you were, yeah, sexual connotations notwithstanding, if you were to spread your legs and lay on top of some, <laughs> <if> you <laughs> said, come and I said, I don't want to come. <laughs> yeah, we go. Like, Explain. You, Tell me more. If you were to do that, like a, a flat out cover, all of your body weight is on top of them. So I, I, I understood what he was saying. I actually thought that was the smartest thing he said. Uh, and th- I, maybe, maybe the only smart thing. Because I had to think about it. and like,
0: I guess that would be a problem. Yep. And if Yoko sure, Zuna got on top of that, me, and, it was how he said it, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like, I know, I know, like, I know. Putting the pen on there. But it's just like, we're going to hear, it's just like Taker talking. About, if you're not talking, you got to just spread your legs. You'll weigh more on that DDT. Undertaker it's does just- spread his <laughs> legs
2: when he does the, the burial cover. Hey, okay, Bilo, you want to do old school. That takes some balance, coordination, all right? I'm just letting you know that. Now, why don't you go fetch that, me that DVD of Nash Bridges over there? <laughs> 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 no,
0: don't Nothing give cash. me the one. I don't want to see the one Steve's in. I, I get enough of Steve. I don't want <laughs> <have> Steve. <laughs> um, but the the cool thing is, is, like, there's so, like, these matches, this match did not need the clusterfuck of shenanigans at the end of it. Right. No.
2: And and that was a note I had. That was a note I had about this and, uh, and the next match. Because it's like, if this is a series, and so I'm pretty sure these people have all come out before, like, it seems like the blow-off, if you're going to put Justin Credible over, and this is the same thing with uh, with Chris Candido, he should look really strong, like, coming out like he actually didn't yeah. need the help. Do we really have to believe that the shenanigans didn't happen in any of the other matches? Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, it, by ECW logic, like, Spike Dudley would be coming out there and, you know, bushwhackering around the ring. You know, as he <laughs> does... <laughs> You know exactly. He does do that. You know he, he, and the thing is, like, there would always be some backup. Yep. And Jerry Lynn, I guess, is like sting from the early nineties. Like, I've got friends, but they all betray me, so I have no friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's gone to Nicole Bass's White Castle of Fear. It's just a <laughs> the. Uh, but the, Joey Styles is very intolerant of Nicole Bass. Like, wouldn't you? Like, be? just well, okay. Right, this is who, I mean, where I'm at getting it. at here. <coughs> It's not just like he's not just insulting her appearance. It's like I, I don't know what she is because like when uh, he he gets a or Jerry Lynn gets a nutch or kicks her in the groaning he goes yeah right in the nuts yeah the nuts. I'm just like oh Jesus Joey, you're supposed to be the good commentator. It's like you don't he won't say son of a bitch. He always edits himself. He'll you will see him mouth fuck. He'll stop himself. But he has no problem calling people bastards, which cracks me up. Yeah, Joey's uh he,
2: he's he's chippy.
0: Very yeah. chippy on this
2: show. There's a lot, but of I guess I'd be to
0: too if I'm sitting next to Shane Douglas. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah it's probably rubbing off on him.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh.
2: a of legs, you
1: know,
0: when you, do you,
2: become, you become
1: bitter, by those when you when you sit, sit next to Shane. <laughs> Jerry Lynn,
2: I loved when he because I didn't think he was going to do it when he gave the tombstone to Chastity. Yeah, and it looked good. Yeah,
1: yeah, solid. Martin, what did you think of this? This was fantastic. It was just—it was just great action. Uh, yeah, but the clusterfuck probably didn't need to happen, but I guess it's—it's it's the way you separate these two guys. I think more could have been made of this summer series thing. If we knew exactly, you know, if they'd gone into this and you know they were drawing, and we were told that, you know, that's—that's that's my one nitpick. But
0: video package.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, just something. Right. Um, but no, the the actual match was fantastic and. Even the top rope hurricane runner through the table was oh, God. <laughs> phenomenal. What a
2: spot. Yeah. Like, yeah, these guys, it's 100 miles a minute. And, <coughs> and the match has a nice progression Yeah, of, of spots. Progression of do. spots. It's mm-hmm. a note I have throughout a couple of these. Yeah. It's, it's like, the match seems to make sense. It doesn't end on some bullshit sunset flip from the top rope. No. Uh-huh. A fucking tombstone from the second rope. and Oh, the only thing that would have made it better is if he corkscrewed it, which right. that probably would have just been way too dangerous. And again, yeah. those shows that this mid-card, now with seeing Jerry Lynn really, really work it, like, you've got a cauldron of guys here that are, and it, and it goes to show you, like, these are guys who are going be should be challenging RVD, and it's like, my God, the next year is going to be amazing. Well, you yeah. because it's not just RVD that makes the TV title special, it's all the great matches yeah. he had with all the great wrestlers. And, and what's great is like we go from one, like, this is not typical of a card, it feels like, to be having like this heavy of feuds right off the bat, but they have this match, and then we go right into our next one with the video package showing what we've already talked about through the previous shows of Lance Storm and Chris Candido being champs, the eventual complete disillusion of them. They're no longer the tag team champions anymore. Um, we've got them finally going head-to-head here, and now they call her Tammy, because now we're, I guess she's she's... Probably officially left WWF at this point. Maybe and they got a yeah, assist, she... assist. Like Maybe. that's a possibility. WWF's very like hardcore about that. Right. Ever since I remember, as one of the things Vince said that because uh, Hogan has the rights to his name, mm-hmm. and he said that was one of the biggest mistakes that Vince ever made because he, he never thought uh, Hulk Hogan would leave. Right. <clears throat> so um, we've got a Chris Candido's coming out. He's got a, a headgear on, a la Rick Steiner, because of. Uh, so, a, what was a Rolling Thunder that he took from RVD that they said like yeah, I don't know destroyed how that his marks. ear I don't know destroyed his ear he had to have plastic surgery to fix it so
1: well he took the Rolling Thunder and the Arabian Facebuster at the same time
2: now that that's a the, crucial piece of information because it is called the Arabian Facebuster <laughs> for a reason <laughs> so he kind of does the Rick Steiner he mocks him a little bit in the ring well which yeah is fine. Sonny does Scott Steiner yeah uh, which I actually I'm sure she did. <laughs> You're one of those chicks that likes romance.
0: I <laughs> I don't have money for Skype, but I'll give you all the shonies you can eat.
1: <laughs> it takes it to crack a barrel. One of the
0: wor-
2: <laughs> like the one of the worst moments is when she um she gets on the mic. 'Cause she so- she looks and sounds like she is on something oh, yeah. pretty heavy. Because I think this is her last year. Is it? As in her last good year of, oh, okay. of looking good? Yeah, because it's once a certain. I think it's ninety nine or or it could be two thousand. It just nev- it's never the same, right? Yeah,
0: but well, sweat when she showed up in WCW and all of our hearts broke when we saw she was wearing like Spanx or something. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's right that ties. This back is back around on, the yeah. time uh, not to get off topic, but you remember Mike Mooneyham's uh, radio show? Yeah. She guessed it on that once, and she and I listened to it, yeah. uh, and she told her life story, and it's fucking brutal. Yeah, like the shit that she's got, that's, and that's before Candido died. Yeah, so like like to hear some of that stuff, you know, That's why I always try to give her a pass. I'm like, she she didn't have the same kind of uh, life that a lot of us have. No, no, and I mean that's that's why I like all the stuff with her like having like a, after her Hall of Fame induction, where it seems like the wheel that was cool to see. I'll go, I'll give it that. Well, the stuff after the now where she's like, oh no, that Skype, it. like here, here's some money. Let's 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 have some cyber sex.ure There's a bad story I never told you. Oh, so yeah, he got a hold of the he got a hold of the porn uh, that Sonny did, oh. and I, and and he's talking to me about. We got it. an exclusive here <laughs> on the New Blood Rising podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's talking to me about it, and you know he talks to me like. He's a how, contemporary. How does
0: your dad talk to you about this porn? I know. I, this,
2: this is one of the problems. Is this, my it over the phone? Oh, this is first? over the phone. Awesome. And he goes, Have you seen it, Charlie? And I'm like, I downloaded it. I have not watched it yet. Which is which was true at the time. He goes, he goes, don't. I was like, what, what what's wrong? He goes, I swear. About 23 minutes into it, she farted. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, and, I, and my dad goes, and I just went. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned it off. <laughs> and she and then she and then he goes and she said something like
0: oops. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your dad sits and watches this porn for 23 minutes. I guess <laughs> Is he wearing JBC headphones, too?
2: <laughs> oh, God, I hope he's not listening. Who is it with? Was it with a wrestler, or was it with just... Oh, some... it's some fucking, like, bald, muscle-headed dude. Oh, uh, okay. And he's, like, throwing her around, you know, which is pretty impressive, because she's over, like, 200 pounds now. Oh, this is the... Okay. Oh, yeah, this is, like, recent Sunny. <laughs> yeah. One Night in Sunny, I think it was called. Take on the China one. But, yeah, apparently she acknowledged the fart. And, uh... That oops. <laughs> I mean, she... Uh, see blood. what I told her is you gotta no sell that shit uh, yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. shit happens you right? imagine Literally. if Taker was watching to that lean in he's kind of stroking the, the chin there a little bit yeah he's like yeah <laughs> gee swagger that's the way you gotta do that shit but you can't fart man once you fart that shit is someone give me Charlie's
0: dad on the phone we gotta talk yo, about yo, this is, is this
2: kind of Beulah? what do you think of this give me some more ladies' potato chips let's watch this shit Beula, <laughs> come in, get over here. <laughs> so heat wave, yeah. So heat wave. heat wave. All right. So this. All right. When we um, when we get into the, I what did you I, think of the match? I think it was pretty good. I think it was it good. Was, I thought it was okay. I, I liked it. I'm uh, unfortunately, I feel like it's booked almost identical to the last one. That's the problem. It's booked almost the exact same, which is weird to have two matches booked the exact same. The sunny dress getting ripped or whatever. Whatever. I mean, I, I mean, don't know if it, was, it does not look intentional <laughs> by, the, by the way it shapes up. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, there's one Shane comment that I think is... I, I think it's weird. He, like... He never goes full heel commentary on this. And it's like, that's one of your dudes. Like, Right. It, I, I, I don't understand what was his motivations were doing commentary for... Like, it makes you wonder one. what his purpose is. Right. He yeah. has this line where he says, You'll never pin a member of the Triple Threat without pinning those shoulders. <laughs>
0: <John Madden. laughs> I must have missed that one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's one of my notes too because I was laughing. And it's like, like, it's like John Madden going, See, what they want to do here is score a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> <I was> just,
2: <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. Dan, it's like when Will Ferrell does Dan Fouts on SNL for Monday Night Football. Right. That's exactly that. Mm-hmm. Whoever has the most points on the board, you know, oh, to win God. that game. Yeah. So, um, the one moment I really laughed out loud in this match, uh, Candido covers Lance Storm, gets a two count. And you can hear Sonny, like, from Ringside go, Molino, you suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's this yeah, weird. I admire that about her. She's, she's, like, really underrated as a manager. I think she,
2: I always found her entertaining. Like, but not in the best kind of way, because Sonny had a tendency to make it about her. And, yeah. and th- this is one of the things where, like, typically that's something you'll hear, uh, fan, say, or a snarky fan. Yeah. And But to hear it come out of her mouth, I just thought was great. There's... So the dress-ripping thing. I think Candido's schoolboy's the ref. Yeah, I don't know why.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> well, he got some... Uh... Cocaine in these eyes. <laughs>
2: that's, I mean, he's selling, like, Flair. Right. In this, which... Yeah, which Flair would do stupid shit like that, where, you know, he'd forget who he was fighting. and like, Maybe that's why, but... It's still, I don't understand it. Yeah,
1: but he, yeah, um, Candido rolls up the ref thinking it's Storm. And as the ref goes over, his, le- his leg supposedly hits Sonny in the face. And then as she falls, apparently the dress falls apart. Yeah,
2: I mean, there's a couple of mind-boggling things like that. Like, the best of luck spot of the night might be here where Lance Storm suplexes Chris Candido from the inside of the ring out.
1: Yes, yes to the yeah. floor. I heard
2: that. That fucking sound... That, that that made oh, I've, uh, I I know I wrote that down. All right, I do have a I have a couple nominees for that okay. spot of the night. So okay, but uh Candido going over does the bomb show, which another t- it's like when I say the book, it's same move, top rope power bomb, like you know, and everything. Everything's so, more devastating. From the top. Jason, did you what did you think of this? Did you feel like it was I, am, am I going overboard saying it's identical booking of the first one that kind of detracts from it, or what do you think?
0: It's almost beat for beat the same thing. Um, I mean, there's just, like, at this point, it's more clear that Lance is now a face instead of someone turning face. Um, I think that's the big difference. I just want to know, um, like, while I'm I'm just rechecking my notes so you can talk amongst yourselves, Sonny's in that dress, so where was she hiding that giant bag of cocaine?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it was placed under the ring
0: this watch <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah like the uh, yeah, a uh joey styles had a great just random call he goes and i think it's awesome that you hear a sentence like this we might see that ear come off on live pay-per-view that's not what I want. <laughs> like just like the, he's like joey's really big about overselling that ear um the whole night after he pulls that up and like when you know, I'm thinking it's going to be mangled and grotesque. And then when he takes it off, he just goes, Oh, he just had plastic surgery recently. It's like, Oh, okay. The top rope powerbomb looked nasty as fuck, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. Lance Storm looked like he landed on his tailbone. He took yeah. the John Cena backbone. Yeah, he took the John Cena backbone. <laughs> you nailed it. Um, uh,
0: and you were talking about that super or the superplex to the outside Charlie. Like what's yeah. great is Lance doesn't set like, you know, normally you see move like that, the guy who gives it sells it to to make it look like, oh, it took so much. He's up within like three seconds and does a springboard into the fans.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: extreme. Vince <laughs> said come, and I said, I don't want to come. <laughs> And the, I would say the, what the I guy to do. who
0: covers up who takes off his security jacket to cover up Sonny, I think gets the most heat oh, man. of the yeah. entire night from that crowd. Man. Yeah. That's how you get a they reaction. Pissed.
2: I, I bet you he would get more votes than Bubba. Bubba because Bubba Ray goes for the heat spot of the night. It feels like he goes for it all in that, that promo bit later. But um, oh, yeah. Martin, what did you think? Did you like this overall? Did you think it was yeah. uh, good the way it went over?
1: I liked it, but you're right, it is the first match again. Um and again the, the interference didn't you know seem to matter. You know, Candido won anyway. So you know, it was fine. It but Well in fact no, it was better than fine, it was it was absolutely great, but I'd just seen it a few minutes ago, so it's Rather forgettable, unfortunately.
2: Charlie, you got anything else? That's it. It's it's fine for what it is, but it is forgettable. Yeah. Like that's and I mean, it sucks because I love Lance Storm. I'm just really starting to get behind Chris Candido. Yeah, and they're just kind of stuck together. I'm glad this is the end. Well, right. I know Lance Storm goes on to better things, and yeah. he really does in ECW. Chris Candido, I don't remember him doing anything more substantial. And that'll be interesting to see. Cause I'm curious because it's like, okay, you won this feud. Like where do you go next? Right. Cause you got to think one of these guys and obviously the thing with Sabu isn't going to be necessarily concluded, but it's like, who's going to be going with going against RVD next? Because yeah. That's the, that's your intercontinental title. This that's where these guys are, should be contending for So We'll see. Um, at commentary, Joey gets word that they're going to show what happened in the parking lot earlier. And he starts to sell it in that same ridiculous censored match type away from a couple shows ago um, when we had that Sabu-Sandman debacle. Oh, yeah. The cane match with no canes. Right. So, we go to the video, and I write, oh, good. It's New Jack trying to hype the crowd outside. <laughs> the I love this. The Dudleys and Jack Victory. <laughs> I never figured out who
0: he was. He was Jack Victory. Right. <laughs> <Well, I, laughs> I got that I
2: much. Mean, right. They show up in a, just a brutal attack. In this, suit. this looks dangerous. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, like it's, at one point, I'm like, "Is one of those guys a fan?" <laughs> Bubba is a cussing <laughs> yeah. machine out there. He oh. is just how baffling is this? Where they will bleep out every other f bomb. Like, there's a but, couple of bleeps. I'm like, oh, they're ble-
1: there's they're ble- a good few get through. Some don't, of don't them don't get say. through.
2: Yeah, I'm like, okay, there's a couple of bleeps. I'm like, all right, all right. And then all of a sudden, get the fuck out of here! And I'm like, Jesus, Bubba. <laughs> yeah. She's big, be heat. It's just pure heat right there. pay-per-view uh, they could get eight, maybe? We'll give we you eight right. bombs. Axel way oversells it. Axel Rotten way goes over the top selling, like, how bad. We need help over here! Oh, my God. God, But the thing is... like
1: <laughs> he, he was like a half second away from screaming to the heavens, Oh, my God!
0: Wow, Keanu Reeves, this! point right. If they could have <laughs> got a crane shot, it would have happened right there. Wouldn't be,
2: <laughs> if he would have pulled a gun and the crowd's like, What the... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
2: would have been awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's extreme! <laughs> oh, like- God, I'm trying to not, uh, <coughs> trying to formulate a sentence after that visual image. Thanks, Charlie. It's awesome. But we've uh, seen New Jack do worse to himself, though. Yeah, Why are they just now screaming for an ambulance. New Jack kind of went out like. <laughs> perhaps a they, bitch. perhaps
1: they yeah, if, if went the, along with like, New Jack. Was going, No, no, I'm good. I'm good, guy. I'm good. <laughs>
2: New Jack versus Carr. It just didn't work out too well. No, Denzel's buddy did not do well. Denzel's buddy was <laughs> no. But um, the reason I guess this is this video is important is because apparently. Jack victory and, and New Jack, we're gonna have a weapons match later. New Jack victory, <laughs> short the which, which, which to me, New a Jack in a weapons smash like what the fuck is that? Uh, exactly. I want to see New Jack in a submission match. I want to see New Jack with a bazooka. <laughs> that's that's what I
0: want to see. Let's Do you just... want him with like China's bazooka that she would come out for her entrance and just like shoot shit, or you want legit? <laughs> Don't treat me like a whale. <laughs> We gotta. <laughs> ah! Oh, God. Um, Just him in that semi-Share ring attire. New Jack with, like, a feminine cover of Natural born Killers playing over the loop.
2: If we saw New Jack, like, if you're watching those Trump rallies and he's behind Donald Trump somewhere doing his thing, you're like, wait, is that fucking New Jack? It'd <laughs> be great if you walked across the stage with the guitar, like, doing you know that. <laughs> that like,
0: oh, you know what's coming? It's extreme! <laughs>
1: Just as Trump's doing his, his thing, just natural dog thrillers, killers just
2: start. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs that my face and era. chucks him Get into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and then dives on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that weird new Jack dive. Fucker! It's like Harrison Ford. Oh. <laughs> All right, so... But we're going to miss out on this match, sadly. So, you know... I'm sorry. Well, we come but, back to yes. Goldberg sucks chant, which he hadn't even won the world title yet. Well, if this is August, it was August. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh, I thought this was June. Yeah. Oh, Okay, so yeah, he, yeah, yeah he won it. Um, and then we go right back to backstage. We go to our promo spot here with the uh, RVD, Sabu, and Bill Alfonso, um, and now we've got more. They're the tag team champions. And, so, and Robbie and Dam is still the television champion. So pretty much, if you win the tag titles, it's got to be with somebody that you just don't get along exactly, with. Exactly. Exactly. Like, they're setting a bad But precedent. RVD has the best line. RVD? No, he has the best lines. Okay. Like, like, he is entertaining through this whole thing. It doesn't make you bad to lose to RVD. It just makes you like everybody, like everybody else. else. Perfect. I, I'm the world tag team champion. Ansebu. And Sabu. So, and He's, I mean, again, like, he's criminally underrated as a heel. Oh, he's... He is fantastic. I wish he had had more run as a heel. I I do. I mean, this is... Like, he's doing what Shane Douglas wishes he could do with what he's doing. Like, I mean, in terms of his... And And he does it in that low voice. Yeah. And just, hey, man. And it's also because he's just a better wrestler. Like, I mean, straight up, better wrestler. But I'm saying, Shane... I always thought Shane overcompensated with those... Which we'll see later, his promos. Right, right. Yeah. But, um... Our, we go into our we go our next match, which is just well,
1: uh, be, before we go into the next match. How badass does Sabu look in that suit?
2: Yeah, sh- yeah.
1: shades, scary as fuck.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Bombay, he, Michigan's finest on display.
1: You put you put, you put
2: some wrestlers in a suit and they lose that intimidation factor. Not Sabu. Like, he's still <laughs> he's a human grenade. Like get away from him. <laughs> <A them>. Human <laughs> grenade. Like I'm sure it's like
1: it's like the idea. It's like it's like some Bond henchman. They're in the suit, but then the, you know it's like get him, and then you've got this wild man
0: sending Sabu. Okay. Yeah, because and, so, and I mean like so you get I, oddball or excuse me, oddjob Jaws and Sabu against Daniel Craig. I would do it.
2: I mean, if yeah. I if I were Jaws, I'd look at oddjob and like let's go get some Raisinets and watch this shit go down. Because <laughs> I mean, I, just I'm the whole box. Because I'm serious, man. Like fucking Sabu, just like it seems like everything he is involved, whether it's or whether it's in the ring, like he just looks like he's about and I don't mean this like literally like with what's going on in the world, like he just looks like he's about to explode because he just throws himself he the way he throws himself at everybody, he looks he's just a daunting individual. He never phones it in. No. I give him that. Yeah, I mean I've really grown to like him. Like he's been one of the people I've really liked through this um yep. the season we've gone through, but um our next match is a is a fucking barn burner. You have no idea how happy I was. Oh, it,
1: this is hey.
2: uh, a a couple big uh, big stars coming together here. after RVD and Jerry Lynn. Yeah, this is the next one. This is one of the underrated feuds of Absolutely. all time. They never had a bad match. Mike Awesome, Masato Tanaka, and their music. Yo, Oh, their music yeah. is so cool. Yeah, I um, I, I well, all right. So right off the bat, one of the things that made me laugh was. They collide, and Mike Austin's like, get off me, motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, here we go. Here we go. I mean, I don't know if he speaks English, but I'm sure he understood that. Yeah. Uh, this is easily a five-star match. Uh, I would say it's... It, it, I don't know what I would do to change it. Yeah. Because like, it's, it's, this is another natural progression of, of moves and spots. It's sickening and are some of these spots. Masato Tanaka just... Is tough as fuck. Man, man. <laughs> so fucking cool. And he's got he's got the Sabu stuff kind of going on where And you got to also remember, Masato Tanaka is young. Like, he's probably, I want to say, in his early 20s, maybe mid-20s at this point. It looks like he was fighting yeah. Vega from Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. But there's, there's, I think that's the guy who's got the claw, is that right? Yes, yeah, it is. Um... Tanaka is going to go over in this, but as we're going to go through this, the, there are just so many. It's hard to. I, I didn't write any really it's anything down because I'll tell you, like when when I saw Awesome do the toe and I want to get you guys' opinion on this. I, I it made me think we so missed out on him and Undertaker having yes. a serious yeah. feud back, like whether it's American Badass or Dead Man. I don't care to have those two guys at, at a not necessarily their prime, but a, a as close to their peak level as you could get in the early 2000s well, would have been amazing. Both WCW and WWF didn't use Mike Awesome right. Right. Ever. Yeah. I, Mike Awesome, I, I still remember the first time I ever saw him do that tope. And it blew my mind. You know, I mean, we've seen Undertaker do it. But I think they're about the same height. But my, but Mike Awesome has a bigger build. He jumped and stood on the top rope. And I know. Taker's never been able yeah. to pull that up. He That's did. what I gave him the edge on Mike Awesome could do stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he made me look at big guys differently, and Masato Tanaka was his perfect opponent. Yeah, Jason, what did you think of this man? Were you have, had had you looked at Tanaka and Awesome before? I know we're going to see them multiple times yeah. in different one night stand. Yeah, they exactly. Bring that
0: shit back. What'd you think of this man? I mean, it was fucking intense. That's why my my note is just fuck. I was just excited to see Mike Awesome because mm-hmm. um, like it's. He's the only second person we've seen in each one of our timelines. That's a good point. And It's him and Perry Saturn, which is weird. Um, <laughs> but I'm with you. Like, I was sitting watching this, and and the way everyone says that, and obviously so, Vince loves big guys, how he missed, I mean, how Mike Austin even made it to WCW instead of the WWF. Yeah, right. Blows yeah. mine. Because, like, like, I was thinking the same thing. It's like Mike Austin versus Taker. Would have been fucking killer.
2: I used to do that with the action figures. Yeah,
0: yeah, that match because I wanted that.
2: I mean, a seriously good WrestleMania caliber type sure. of match at the time. Yeah, Martin, kind of dig, yeah. in, dig into it some on your end. We're going to keep going with this one around multiple times. I
1: bet. Oh sure. Yeah, this is a wonderful, sickening display. It's it's a as a pure spectacle. It, I just came away horrified and yep. elated by it. It's so much mixed emotions because I mean they fucking murder each other, mm-hmm. yep. but the crowd appreciate every single bit of it.
2: Yeah, the, so uh, it's that applause. I just can't.
1: I, I, yep. I can't accurately describe how much I fear it because I mean that chair that oh. awesome just dents on Tanaka's head. And that is a it's, reoccurring
2: spot that they do in all of their matches. Yeah.
1: It's, it's just, like I said, it's just a spectacle of, of violence. And it's, I should hate it, right. but I don't. Because I, I just look at it and think, Jesus Christ, these guys were willing to do anything for these fans.
2: I'm curious how old school, the old school, like I'm talking about the guys like 80s, like wrestlers, like look upon this type of match because this is, if you just sprinkle on a little bit of adrenaline, like this is the next level of 80 style wrestling in terms of intensity, in terms of snug, You're like stiff, NWA. yeah, I'm talking oh, okay. like the stuff that the stuff that everyone likes to go back to is like, oh man, those were the days. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, it's no disrespect to that, but it's like, you know, feuds like this, matches like this, really showed that there was some intensity. There was, I mean, the same level of intensity that uh, these guys were showing in the 70s, is going on in the uh, the late 90s. I mean, you can say all you want about what was going on, WWF and WCW, in right. terms of it being, like, you know, whatever, but this is just ridiculous. My best of luck spot of the night nominee uh, is, uh, oh, yeah, Tanaka <laughs> powerbombing Awesome over the top rope to the table. And the way Awesome's like, yep, we're good, do it. Like, he's yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, all right, man. See, I have all of their spots, like, memorized from all their matches, but I never remember which ones are in which matches, and I was like, Oh, this is the one where Awesome goes headfirst into the concrete. <laughs> and he <laughs> folds. Like, <laughs> he fold, is... folds in half. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, one thing I love about these guys, they never really had a storyline that went through. They sh- Everything that, that was great about these two guys together was always what they did in the ring a together. competitive in-ring rivalry. Which right. Which you, you don't get. Oh, Masato Tanaka. Like, I- I'm with you, Martin. Uh, like To watch this match and those chair shots that he gives Masato Tanaka... It's unreal, especially the top rope one. But I get taken right out of it and put back into kayfabe mode when Tanaka falls down, gets up, and does his little hulk up thing. Like Tanaka, like yeah. like he could get me so excited to see him do that. I mean, this is a guy whose finishing move was a roaring elbow, and I was always like, I'm sure, like in the way he did it. Oh, well, that's a three count. Yeah,
1: I mean, he yeah. blasted you. Yeah. You buy that? That is a finish, don't yeah. you? <laughs>
2: Man, the only thing that's the other thing that's funny, just to step away, like to divert from the match for a sec, is Shane Douglas like becomes a complete face commentator all of a sudden. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like talking I don't about face either one of these. Yeah, guys, Tanaka's know? heart, he has all this all heart. The heart. You're right. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What a cliche that just cracked me up. But I mean, Mike Awesome. Okay, let's talk about like Mike Awesome. He had an awesome bomb. Uh, that was one of his moves. It 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 was his own thing. I'm just gonna chuck you. You know, like, that was one. The awesome splash, which he, it's kind of a frog splash. Yeah. But it always looked impressive. Like, his, I mean, his moveset was somewhat basic, but he had his own spin on things. And that differentiated him from all the other big guys that were around at the time. And why I always loved watching his matches. Yeah. Because any one of those moves, as basic as they are, they definitely seem like they could finish a match. Oh, Yeah. And I mean this was one like they, they the way they built it was interesting where he was just like pummeling him. And then Right. And then Tanaka gets that and, one move that's kinda of twisted. But it's not like he did one move and then one. It's like he did that one move that turned the match and then hit a succession of moves in. and then hit the coup de grace, yeah. which was that, that power. Um, right, was, and then the the tornado DDT yeah. on, the, on the two chairs, which was still a fine, so like, it's a fine finish. Yeah, I am no like, with that. Because it's like okay, t- tornado DDT, that's not one of his moves, but I I would believe that after all this shit, if you did that on chairs, yeah, that's. A and what's insane is, like, awesome comes away looking ridiculous Amazing. too. The crowd is like, they're the applause. I think they chant awesome. Yeah, awesome it, gets a yeah. chant. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Jason. What are the thoughts do you have on this one, man? Let's bat it
0: around again. Well, it was the same. It was like I would have been a little disappointed. I mean, not knowing a lot about Tanaka, if the elbow would have been the finish, just because it had just followed up the the power bomb through the table. So it kind of weak. So the tornado DDT being the finish to me, like, I get, was perfect. I was like, okay, that that's what it's going to take to put this guy down. Um, is all of this kind of combined? It was it, again. It's like I, it, watching stuff like this makes you real angry that awesome never got a shot because just to kind of go back, we're talking about if awesome had a good showing against the undertaker at WrestleMania, even if he lost that, if he would have performed like this, he would have been a world champion within the next year. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just had a great look. Good. But like just uh, the crowd was chanting awesome a lot because you can hear them when they're trying to play over the next video package Mm -hmm. and you can still hear the crowd over the, the can't the mics that are back on Joey and chain and everything. It's like, these people just like fell in love with that guy instantly. Yeah,
2: yeah. When he went to WCW, I mean, I tuned in for a bit because I was like, oh, he's well, a- especially. Remember how they debuted him? Like he had, on that 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 episode of he was right. the ECW champion when he, he debuted, wasn't he? Yep.
0: And
1: he, had yes, and yeah,
2: it was. We'll cover that. Like, what an interesting like couple of weeks he, that was. I think he attacked Nash, so it was yeah. like they're going to set. Yeah. up. I was oh, like, I-, I mean, exactly. Mike is one of those guys. When he gets called up to a more mainstream wrestling promotion, he's in the main event. Yeah. I'm sorry. He, or he's near the main event. He's that good. But they didn't do it right. No. that seventies guy? I mean we I mean we covered that. Yeah. But uh was oh, there something else with this match? Um, I mean Martin, do you have any Martin, others? Oh. Do you have anything
1: else from it too? I, I said it all the first first go around. It's it's phenomenal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's definitely if you want to say match tonight it's up I think it's up there it's a definitely contender. I put contender. this up with the best matches we've seen during this season. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And and the best part is this isn't the last time we're going to see these two fight. No, it's only I'm so excited. Yeah. All right, so we cut now to our promo of uh, Taz uh, and the unrecognized FTW title. Or tax is my spell correct. Is now done it again. As uh, he has the only title that means something, so that kept making me think. Imagine if we had gotten him versus Austin versus Goldberg at this point. Yeah, because that's what they're that's what they're doing. Or yeah. That's what they're talking about. Yeah, you know, those, are the, those are your three. Genes. Do you not
1: think that's kind of a really punk bitch move for him to call out sort of. Austin and Goldberg and Tyson? It's, it's just, yeah,
2: Tyson especially. Yeah, and, yeah. And he put a little uh, he put a little salt on that steak with the way he described Tyson. Yeah, like, he'd stand a chance. I mean, I know he's the human suplex machine, but Tyson, 98, no. He I'll, have, he I'll give him that. Taz. Those are three great uh, representatives of their company. Yes. Uh, even though he's not the world champion. Right. But, yeah, Austin Goldberg and Taz, I, that would have yeah. been a hell of a match. Jesus. You, well, you know Taz would have been wiped out <laughs> in the first, like, two minutes. <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> spear! <laughs> he spears him through the post. <laughs> through the post. <laughs> ah! By the way, you got I, just as a sign. Are, are you guys excited for Survivor Series because it sounds like once again like there there is definitely some concern. I forget what I was reading that talked about some um some concern for Survivor Series. I think they're worried he's going to get booed because they're in Canada, it, right? because of Brett. Oh god.
0: Oh they oh, planned god. this so badly.
2: They're worried he's well, going
0: to yeah, get I and Brock's a citizen of Canada now, so Oh, so, oh, yeah, oh. no. I, I, <laughs>
2: Just real quick, are you guys excited, or how do you feel about it?
0: Can, can, uh, can I,
2: I'll i say it real quick. I have not had time to watch Raw, SmackDown, but when you told me about that Goldberg shit from Raw, I was like, well, I'll look that up. So I looked it up, and I saw two videos, one by WWE and one by a guy like us. So I watched the WWE one first. Come, I heard they edited it out, right? I watched the WWE hey, okay. one first, and I was like,
0: well, that wasn't that
2: bad. But then I was like, I was curious, and I went and watched the the real version, yeah. and they edited out when he went and attacked Rusev when he tripped yes. and fell. <laughs> now I'll give them this. The editing was seamless, but it looked awful. Now, am I worried? Of course I'm worried about that match, especially with it. The- Where in Canada are they going to be? You guys in have- Toronto, yeah, Toronto. Oh, he's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> we'll yeah. Back. No, no. He's like, it, it, first of all, and and Paul Heyman did that same shit again. Where, you know, you know Brock Lesnar doesn't like it when you fans start chanting Goldberg. I, I, it just that is some of the worst attempt at getting people to chant uh, you know, the other guy's name. I will say real quick, Goldberg was on because he, you know, their partnership with ESPN now they throw. It's so weird when I hear WWF has going to be on ESPN radio because it. it just seems so out of place. Because I can also tell the radio guys are like. They're not super fans, and some of them you can tell like don't really respect wrestling that much. So they're they're putting on their best face, but so it's like whatever. But Goldberg even talked about how he tripped, like he was. Oh, he, was yeah. kind of, he talked about how he was embarrassed, like he was embarrassed by how he, he looked. He should be. His son was there. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jason and Martin, are you guys are are you guys excited for Survivor
1: Series for that match? Go ahead, Martin. Um, I'm not, um, because it's. It's Goldberg-Lesnar again. We've had it. And it was shit the first time. And it was 12 years ago. Exactly. So with 12 more years, it's... What I will say, the Goldberg speech that he gave on Raw was fucking phenomenal. The first one? And the, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when he was on about, your know, heroes and how he's got one spear left in him, you know, one good spear left in him, that kind of thing. That was fucking phenomenal. But, but I'm, I... I still have the network, but I don't feel like this massive compulsion. If because they're now talking that Taker's you know, Taker's going to be appearing on WWE, WWF, WWF <laughs> WWE TV again. I, my inner child wants, or always wanted Taker Goldberg.
2: Oh yeah! Wow! Oh, even now, God. even
1: even as shitty as it will be, just the sheer spectacle of it. Because the problem is now, like I said, we've had Lesnar Goldberg. The, the magic's game. gone.
2: But here's the th- here's the one thing though. If they do if if the match is passable, if it does well enough, I'm pretty sure Lesnar's going to win because their goal would be to set it up like a a second match or the rubber match. It would be the because they'd be each have one win. You would set it up for Mania. It's going to be in Orlando. You're probably going to induct Goldberg. It's probably where they would probably induct the NWO as well, I would assume if they get Hogan back on track because that's Orlando. Yeah. That's where that happened in the first place. It's a WCW strong point, but then also it frees up Taker to hopefully get the Sting match that we is still out there. It is. Um, it. Yeah, so it sounds. That's the only thing I can hope for. I do have this. Well, my fear is that this match is so bad that they end up just canceling anything forward with Goldberg in terms of a match, and we're done. About that promo, what exactly did he mean when he said, "You're not just next; you're last." Did he mean that this is his last match? Probably. I, I think. I,
1: I, I think they're going off with the the. Top, I don't know if the if the plan for this or whatever, if it was off message, but I think the the overriding thing is that yeah Goldberg's old now. Oh, he
2: is. But I, first of all, if this was his last match, I think that's a perfect line. Yeah, yeah you're last yeah. because it's a sense of nostalgia yeah. and a sense of ready to move on right. from Goldberg.
0: Jason, what do you think of it, ma'am? I am not excited for it. Um, I think I'm going to be less excited. I'm just assuming that they're going to have a special guest referee. It's like if you listen to Austin's podcast, he keeps complaining that he can't get to the ranch because he's got obligations coming up. So he won't be able to get there till oh, yeah, later in November, yeah. and I'm afraid they're going to put want, him back in it.
2: I don't want another one no. of those. I, no. I don't want to see Steve Austin be a referee anymore. Well, here's something that you said once. You said after everything that Brock's done, who, who's left to beat him? Who is left? Goldberg. I could buy Goldberg beating him. Sure. Yeah, like, like, like do you see it like that? Yeah, I, I could see, because the good thing is if Goldberg beats him, I don't think it necessarily harms him. But then, like, you're, you're talking about, so... The guy who hasn't wrestled. Anything. So the Undertaker couldn't handle this guy. <laughs> you're saying the Undertaker couldn't handle and him. he's the same age as Goldberg. Yeah, and I mean, like, yeah. I, mean, I mean, an arguably better wrestling shape than Goldberg. Oh, he is. Goldberg struggled badly. Undertaker on crutches is in better wrestling shape than Goldberg. Goldberg struggled badly with that jackhammer. And that he dropped agenda. him quick. Yeah, oh yeah. This wasn't like giant 98 in the dome. It looked better when Ryback jackhammered Paul Heyman at that house show. Right.
1: <laughs> do, you re- do you reckon That'd the happen- Canadian fans are going to chant Ryback during the match?
0: <laughs> that would be odd, awesome. though. <laughs> because so, that was... was it, Feed no, wasn't me it in more! Where that one dude was like right on the, the commentator's mics for picking him up. Or he was just drunk, like just yelling Goldberg like the whole fucking show for some reason.
1: Because
0: we were asshole. talking about it at work. Because it was like a guy just like Goldberg. He got hoarse by the time he was done.
2: And he never but came you know,
0: out. To, to get back with 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 my level of excitement for it, I mean, I don't. I think they're trying to make up for that match, but twelve years is way too late. Like way too late. I agree. And they're, you know, like you're saying that who's left to beat to beat Brock. I mean, none of the old names. I think that's why you got to let somebody new do it. So that way you can actually develop a star. And if that's the case, I would say Steen. Sorry, Kevin Owens. That's who I think should beat Lesnar.
2: I agree. Yeah, if they'd actually do it, it'd be cool, man. They need to to invest in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: You can't live off nostalgia forever. Right.
2: Because eventually, there's going to come a point where we're going to get nostalgic for guys like Kevin Owens. And that's... Not going to happen if they don't go all in. Universal Championship is fine, I guess. But, I mean, Kevin Owens should be at the top. Bray Wyatt should have been in the main event years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll say this. Miz is getting back to that level. I hope so. I'm so happy for him. And that, uh, I don't think you've seen it, but that match he had with Dolph Ziggler Mm. uh, at the last, uh, two pay-per-views ago? Fantastic. And the only problem was Miz didn't win. I was totally ready to be like, okay, bye, Dolph. Like, I'm back with Miz, but that match is a five star. Yeah. All right, so let's get back to 1998 again. Enough of that. <laughs> We're back. <in laughs> 1998 was a great November to Remember. 98 will be in New Orleans, as we see. Um, Douglas says because he's coming off the Taz promo, talking about this is the only title that means anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he's the FT. What is it? It's the FTW World Champion. So he's the Fuck the World World Champion. Yep. yep. There you go. Like, it's, it's like it's
1: how, a, when people say ATM machine. Right. <laughs> right. right. Uh,
2: we go to so dis- ATM. We go to another promo now. This is the Dudley Boys. Gertner does most of the talking. Um, I forget that the Dudleys are Southern in ECW. Kind of. Well,
1: Bubba tries, bless him.
2: They're from, like, Memphis, Massachusetts. (laughs) It it sounds like. (laughs) So, out next, Raiden comes out with Hayabusa. I'm sorry, (laughs) that's uh, Shinsaki. Raiden.
1: (laughs) Raiden (laughs) That's what it looks like. I
2: mean, it looks right out of Mortal Kombat. (laughs) It looks great. (laughs)
1: Hayabusa looks so fucking cool. Yeah, it
2: does. (laughs) uh, This sets up a... Badass tag match. Here. Holy shit, yeah, that's good. Shinsuke and Hayabusa versus RVD and Sabu with the ECW tag titles on the line. Um, all right, so RVD and Sabu are gonna. Are, we'll go over in this with a ridiculous double top rope leg drop through the tables. But I think this was a phenomenal match in a lot of ways. One thing that was cool was just to see how. RVD can really hang with anybody. Anybody. Of any language, whatever. Any size? Does it? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I, I'll i be honest, it, it, this is another tough match to really write spots down. I wrote one thing, and yeah. we'll get to it, but, but um, I always loved Hakushi. Yeah. like She's one of I Brett's mean, favorite opponents, oh, too. Right. And, and that match, it's In Your House One. It's the opening match of the card from 1995. It's Hakushi and Bret Hart. It's one of the best matches ever. Yeah. Like, it's a classic. Yeah. Um, Jason, let's start with you, man. What did you think of this tag match?
0: This thing was fucking awesome. Um my notes just are like spots, spots, spots. That's all I could write down, other than some cool stuff. Like the part where RPD comes off frame to land that frog splash, but, always yeah. cool. there's my one he note.
2: Flipped. Where was it? That's your one note? No, because is he twists? <laughs> he he not only does he twist, I mean they always like to say, Oh, he's three quarters from the post, how's he gonna reach him? No, no, no. I forget which one he landed on. He was all the way on the on the opposite side. Yeah, like I don't yeah. know how RVD did it. I wish the cameraman caught it because it is one of the most impressive frog splashes I've he, ever seen. He does this, but he has his leg drop that I swear. It's right. He Van Dam's leg drop turned into an ass smasher that probably concussed and <laughs> yeah. Sh- Shinsaki. Yeah, it, it looks like it. At least he looks like he's in pretty bad shape after that. I- Sabu uh, whips one of them into RVD, and RVD does his standing spin kick, Yeah, and it's solid. It looks like he, the way he moves, it looks like he practically kicked nothing. Like, RVD didn't look affected by it at all. I stood up and popped when Sabu tossed the chair, and RVD did the Van Daminator. Oh, it's great! It was so perfectly timed, it was just like, man. Martin, what do you think of this one?
1: Yeah, it's a phenomenal stunt show from start to finish. It's just so fucking cool. It helps that RVD and Sabu are great. It helps that Haibusa and Shinzaki are fucking awesome. Shinzaki looks, like I said, just looks so amazing in the gear with the the, the kanji just all, all over him. Um, when he was in WWF, it's just a shame he never got a feud with The Undertaker because his gimmick was essentially the complete opposite. Nah, he was He was the white angel.
2: He was uh, what was that dude? Uh, um, remember the dude they tried to bring out? Oh, Mordecai. 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 Thank you. That's no, Mordecai. it. I see. I get him and Heidenreich confused. Me too. I, I always get them confused, and I shouldn't, because one was a Golden Corral, the other one wasn't. So, you know. By the way, that's it. You gotta look that matchup: Heidenreich versus Doink at a Golden Corral. Fat Doink. Fat Doink. Yes, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good yes, one.
1: There's just an endless procession of fucking awesome moves. Yeah. An Irish Whip Enzugiri.
2: Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. That's
1: that's, right. that's video game moves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, What's cool is this is this match has more of the tables fucking up the spots. Yeah. Um, and, it's you know, Sabu's a homicidal, genocidal, he doesn't care. But, man, he does not like getting a splinter. No. He, when you see he that yeah, he's setting up the table and you see him audibly get one, and he just drops the table and walks away. Like, I was laughing my ass off. I was like, this guy's got his bicep split in half. And it's like, nah, fucking glue it shut, I'm okay. Right. And a splinter, like, drives him nuts.
2: Yeah. it's it, And they still try to further the, the, you know, kind of test the relationship between RVD and Sabu. But... It's almost like a Buddy Cop movie. Yeah. Where they do not get along at all. It's a complete opposite of uh, Storm and Candido. They don't get along, but they coexist and you can tell there's mutual respect. Yeah. Yeah. I like the story they tell. I mean it's it's really showing how we're getting really into that R V D just the the wheelhouse of awesome. Yeah, we're, we're coming yeah. to
1: the peak. This is like yeah. peak R V D, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We're yeah.
2: Getting, we're getting there. Yeah. Um,
1: um, but, one thing I will note is I do like ha- how smart Sabu wrestles. Yeah, you know, it just keeps re- repeatedly going back to that lightning quick basement drop kick.
0: Yeah,
2: that's
1: right. You know, and he just kicks the knees out from under them. That that is that's cool. so fucking quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and like it, just, that it too. makes perfect sense.
2: What other notes you guys got on this one? Other Because i I'll that be honest, was my one tough. note. It's a tough. One to I just get. got Art. like
1: specific moves yeah. with exclamation marks after them: a Romero special into a chair shot dive yeah r v d has you know with the arms and legs great behind him rolls backwards, so Shinzaki's, like a table yeah but right and Sabu just comes off with a fucking chair
0: just <clears throat> splashes him yeah. yeah, yeah, I do have a note of, of something I don't like, and it's something I've seen before when Sabu's in these tag matches with r v d and they're they're the actual tag where they're tagging in and out whenever Rob Van Dam's in there, like Sabu is constantly trying to get in the ring, he's pacing back and forth, it kind of gets on my nerves, yeah, I don't know though. why. It's like he's. I mean, I get you know he's, un you know it's Sabu. He's a little unhinged, but it's like he's trying to get in the ring when Rob Van Dam's going for a cover. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. It doesn't make. Well, that's how the logistic- match ends, right?
2: RVD goes for a cover and Sabu knocks him off.
0: Sabu gets in. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, and, but this match is so entertaining. I can let tag rules go out the window. You know, I I'll, I barely noticed that. Right. <clears throat> just it's just phenomenal all the way around. I mean, like. I mean, so far, this show hasn't missed at all. Hakushi um, did my favorite spot of his where it's like old school, but he yeah. walks around like half of the ring on, on just on the top ropes with his hand like this, or, like right under his face. I've always Yeah, loved the that.
1: praying rope yeah, walk.
2: It's, it looks so fucking cool. It um, makes me it, wish Hakushi was in one of the old video games. He was never in the games. That's right. But uh, yeah. like just to do that move.
1: Yeah. Um, it, recently... You know, I think the last five years um, he did a, a Chikara show. I think it was one of their King of Trios, and he would managed to do the rope walk across two strands of rope all the way. Wow. Oh God! Yeah, Man, it's that's
2: impressive, and
1: he's got to be phenomenal.
2: Up, he's got to be fifty now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because I think he was he was only like twenty four or something, twenty three, when he wrestled Hart. When, you know, when he wrestled Brett.
2: Close. Uh, well, I think so like, don't they don't they mention the ages in this show? I seem to remember them saying that he was thirty two on this show. But that might not be accurate. Right. Because I remember him being really young when he fought Brett. Yeah. And that was
0: only well, they three years earlier. He's only been wrestling for five years.
2: That Is they you're right. No, that's a good call, because that sh- that's shocking. Because I'm like, okay, three years ago he had that classic with Brett. You're telling me he only had two years experience when he went in the ring with Brett. Oh, insane. That's insane. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, just a, that, it, how you can have that following up Tanaka and awesome, and it's not one, like, because we've run into this so many times, and I think we run into it kind of on this show as well, you reach a point where, like, man, that was so awesome, I'm, I really need a breather match, like, I need something that kind of just brings me back down to, you know, kind of bridge me to the next match. No, we go, it's, we just step it up here right. in a lot of ways, and it was fine. Yeah, oh yeah, it didn't hurt the show at all. Not, I didn't remember this being the very next match. No, yeah, I I I was worried I wasn't going to like this match simply because of that. Do you? I I have a feeling you're going to say Awesome Tanaka is still above this one, right? I think it's a matter so close. I think it's a matter of preference. Yeah, you know, do you like a fast-paced one-on-one match or do you like a fast-paced? Hardcore yeah. tag match. Now, me personally, yeah, I would say Mike Awesome was out of Tanaka. Quick take on each you guys. Which one do you like more between those two? Awesome and Tanaka or RVD Sabu versus um, Shinsake and um, Hayabusa?
1: I'm uh, for me, tag yeah, tag match for me. But that's not to take anything away from Awesome oh, and Oh, absolutely Tanaka.
0: not. I understand. Jason, how about you? Tag match. Because yeah. it's... it's a- there's just more to it, and not saying there—it's not that there wasn't anything in the the Awesome Tanaka and it was lacking. It's just there's more. It's a little more fast-paced. Um, also, the fact it's four belts—it's not just like an exhibition match. I yeah. think adds it's to it as well.
2: Okay, gotcha. So, um, we go from this now to—I mean, what a way like to get these Hold three on. matches in a row on top of what we just saw. Now we're going to get a video recap of Taz and Bam Bam. We're going back through and taking a look at um, what had happened, of course, with them going through the ring. But then it gets – their feud is always so complicated. There's always these weaving There's parts. Mind games. Yeah. We've got Shane Douglas' title in the mix, RVD and Sabu, uh, uh, the tag titles. There's just a lot going on with these fuckers. So it sets us up for a death match, which I've never understood in wrestling. What Like, to me, like, yeah. you're dead. It's it. Um bang.
1: <laughs> First the it de-
2: old baby yeah. rule.
1: It depends where you are in the wrestling world, it depends what kind of deathmatch you you have. Like sometimes it's just no DQ, no count out, sometimes it's last man standing. It's it's a near death match.
2: I guess I just take things too literally. <laughs> yeah. so. No, 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 I agree. I don't like I don't like that they're called that, but it's deathmatch falls count anywhere for the FTW yeah. title. No, that's the important part. Pulls count anyway. Right. Like like tell me what the rules are. <laughs> oh, right, right. Um, oh, man. And oh, and what's it? It's just something that happens in this match that just pissed me off. I I Right off the bat, Taz eats a power bomb. Right off the bat. And he pops right back. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. And, and this is the pinnacle. <laughs> this is the pinnacle of the no selling of power bombs we've been talking about. And yeah. let's just do one right off the bat and have the response be a standing middle finger. This one takes no time to get to the crowd. Yep, And again, I would get as far away as I can. Bam. So this was that match I was talking to you about before the previous oh, okay. interview where I gotcha. was like, is this the one where they go through the stage? And you're like, no, this is the one where they go through the ring. Well, I'm thinking, well, what the hell am I thinking of? And then, this, this is the match! Yeah. As soon as I saw the ramp, That's, I was like, oh. Right. That's the same thing I thought too. Bam Bam takes this face to of the concrete, which is unbelievably nasty. Let's um, just, alright, so cut to the end here. Taz is going to pick up the win here. And it's going to come with that awesome spot that we're talking about. Um, my big question for you guys right off the bat is, they did this already with the ring. Was it too much to do it again this time with the ramp? Jason, what do you think?
0: It needed explosions. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but uh, it was, I mean, at least there's, there's been a pay-per-view in between them. But it is too soon. And it's, it's kind of like they're just one-upping themselves from last time. And, I, it was cool. Well, the cool part really wasn't them going through it. It's after Bam Bam gets up and he's walking away, and everybody thinks, and then like Taz just crawling out of that hole, oh. and then like sprinting to put the Taz mission on Bam Bam, who's tapping before he even hits yeah, the ground. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, was was kind of cool. It's like the what? <laughs> I'm saying it's <laughs> bad, were, it's badass. Yeah, they were uh, they were in the crowd a lot, but it was just more the let me grab you on the back of the neck like a mama cat on a kitten and throw you over here, and <laughs> then throw you over there. Yeah, um, it's the faceplant you're talking about where it looks like Bam Bam's going to slam Taz into the chair and yeah. he slips. He slips. That's the one. And they even they even go like, looks like Bam Bam got the worst of that one. Like, yeah, that looked nasty because it looked like he slipped like right in someone's hair. Taz,
2: Taz gets some He gets busted open bad. In this one too, mm-hmm. right over the eye. Uh, to Martin, did, did you think the did you like the ramp spot, or did you think it was too much? Uh,
1: it's it's a great visual, but it felt a little bit unnecessary. It was like, yeah, they went through the ring. Oh, now they're going through the stage. Uh, it didn't have as much of an emotional impact with me you know, it wasn't a like holy shit they went through the stage yeah,
2: the move too i think is what kind of tornado ddt yeah cuz like leverage yeah. wise like i look at it and bam bam lifts him straight up now once he lifts him up i don't know he's going for greetings for asbury park yeah okay yeah but i don't understand where taz gets the leverage from to be able to moment to swing that momentum like that. that's a good point that's the thing is just physically like i obviously bam bam's doing all the work in that spot, but it just that that's the thing that throws me off. Did, did you feel similar, man? Like, did you? Like- um, not really. Uh, typically, I would like if you like a, a good example is uh, Mick Foley getting thrown through the cell by Undertaker, and then he fights Triple H in Hell in a Cell, and that that's the perfect example of oh god, not this shit again. But it's I think because it would be unexpected to go through the stage, and I, I see where you're coming from, and I get that. Uh, I, I actually really like that. And more so that they were selling up the fact that Bam Bam fell on top of him again. So that must, you know, that must be it. But the way Taz comes out of there, that's like he's being resurrected. And when he does the Chris Benoit thing across the throat, it's like, oh, it's fucking go time. I think that's what manages to salvage it for like me. Like, he just crawls because, out of the hole. Because mm, we I, didn't get that with the first one. Right. But Taz, like, for some reason, he was able to muster up some extra energy like, yeah. it felt like this was um, the second of a, of a three-match series, but this match ended in such a dramatic fashion that this feud is over. There are a couple of hellacious bumps. He takes a head-first bump through that table where no, he's whipped right. into it, and then he returns a favor by just – he just suplexes Bam Bam into an already broken table. Yeah, I never liked yeah. that spot because Taz wasn't far back enough. No. You know, yeah, because Bam Bam, Bam Bam landed straight on the, the part of the table that was already on the ground. Right. Now, the part of this match that – I think is almost ruined is by Shane Douglas and his there you go. His, incessant, <laughs> his incessant bullshit calling of he was reaching for the ropes. What planet are you on? It's Falls Count Anywhere, Gary. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> he says it like four times, yeah. and it it makes less sense each time. Like, and it and it really comes home for me, because Shane has made such a point of pointing out little things like the stretching of the legs, like, like he's talking about all this technical shit, and making him sound like a real ring general, but he doesn't comprehend the fact that if you reach for the ropes in a false kind of anywhere else, that shouldn't break it. You would just crawl to the outside, or crawl to the it's inside. It's a death match. It's a what, death match. Like, what, like, to me, when I hear those two words at Texas, death match, when I hear that all put together, it's like, well, then none of the things like rope breaks and any of this stuff apply. No, it is anything it. goes. This match isn't even sanctioned by the company. Right. I, don't, I miss those days. Right. But Shane, I remember earlier in the match, he made a call about how he was going to be completely objective uh, for the duration of the match. And I remember Joey Styles making a snarky comment like, oh, an objective color commentator? Oh, that, that's pretty original in this business. And then Shane flips that, and Joey Styles doesn't comment on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was waiting for it the whole time. So let's get into the shenanigans afterwards, because after it, the medics immediately get to bam him. I don't know if he was cut on the head or what. I never really saw him bleeding, but they cover him up with a towel.
1: Yeah, he disappears quite out. quickly, doesn't yeah. he?
2: And then Tax, again, sorry, uh, taunts Shane, who just goes insane and destroys a monitor, which I'm like, you're chucking that thing down. Like, you, I'm, I'm glad he... Not yeah. cost-effective. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just terrible.
1: And then he started, <laughs> that's, and coming, up, that's coming out of your next wage.
2: So he's <laughs> taking off that elbow thing. Like, yeah. I mean, hold this, you know, and just, dude, show
0: up. And then he just drags Francine to nowhere. Right. Yeah. They just leave the building.
2: So, I mean, it, it, it's, the, it's the best part of the night is him leaving. So I'm glad because uh, I think, uh, I don't understand this. Why afterwards does Joey have to have a mini meltdown? Yeah. Why does he have to have one? Like, you know, if anything, he's you pretty should be dramatic, one. isn't he? Yes, that's see. Th- more and more of this watching, like he is a fantastic solo commentator. Yes, of anybody, like with the exception of maybe Jim Ross or G- Gordon Solie, he could probably call a match phenomenally on his own. But damn it, does he just go over the top with the theatrics sometimes? Yeah, he's like, hey, I, I do this for a living. I, I know I'm on camera. I, I'm... All right.
0: <laughs> um, well, the. The problem, one thing I had is they. This is the main event. This is what they labeled the main event.
2: I know. I was but confused it,
0: too. <laughs> it doesn't go on last like, um, and so they I, like ECW has had this trend the last several pay per views of having something that eliminates a, a potential matchup, um, and all this like mid like fake production chaos where they're uh-huh. having to scramble. And so they're they're making up time while they fix the ramp somehow. Um, and going back to that, I will say I I didn't think of this earlier. Um, as far as the ramp spot is, one thing that did help the ramp spot was no one the, the whole night wrestled on the ramp until that. Yeah, point. that's true. very true.
2: Oh uh, well, Tanaka yeah. had a spot where he ran across. Oh, he ran it. Oh yeah. god,
1: yeah. Which Imagine if, the, so- if the, like, the the gimmicked part of the ramp had given away. It's so fucking
2: <clears throat> cool. Like, and the way it's it's the way Mike Awesome falls. And you know, it just lands on his shoulder. Oh, fuck. But I will say, ECW likes to... There's a pattern here where they like to seem like they can just barely get these shows on. Like, just barely keep it together for three hours to do this. But the the problem with that is it gets redundant over time. Now, in terms of this match, I love that the last two minutes of this match. I don't really care for the match. I don't think it has anything on their living day. No, no, no. Not match. at all. I mean and, it's that last it's really that spot at the end it's just just for that like that that's all you need, yeah, absolutely so this then plays us up so after the mini meltdown Joey has, we go um to our video package of the Dudleys versus Tommy Dreamer, the Sandman and Spike again you know kind of more recap of what we had um last month as well at this point now, though this is hilarious. Beulah eats a 3D and Tommy is crying hilariously in slow motion.
1: <laughs>
0: Touch it. I'm glad I wasn't the only person that laughed at that. It's, oh, I see. it's, I, it's I, ridiculous. Sick son of a bitch, but it was so comical.
2: Yeah, he he's more the innovator of
0: cryance.
2: You know, like <laughs> he's always fucking crying. It just it makes him look weak. Sorry. Right. Joey is is he's he's extremely salty coming out of this, and he's, he's, he's I hate him. Yeah, he, just, he just keeps on selling them how bad the 3D is and the casualties it has brought on. Whatever. And looked pretty safe on Beulah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that, was the, that was the wrong angle right. <laughs> to show me. Right. She looked very protected. So, you want to talk about, like... I know how people complain about Undertaker. Undertaker's entrance is taking forever and you can go take a good dump before he gets back to the ring. This here... You could you could go find the Undertaker, wherever he's at. Go have a meal, share a share a nice memory with Mark Calloway, and come back, and this match still wouldn't have started. Between Gertner's <laughs> intro, which is massive and expansive, and I'll let you guys have all the fun with it, and then you know the Sandman entrance, it's almost twenty minutes. I thought I was gonna get here in plenty of time and then I, you know, because I was like, oh, there's only two matches left, and that one's over quick, and then you're right. This takes about 20, 25 That's minutes. True. So what did you guys think of, Go- tell me how what you thought of Gertner this time.
1: This is peak Gertner.
2: Yeah, th- this one's good. Yeah. Jason, i, I yeah, yeah.
1: the line, Dayton, Ohio. It's amazing where people can yeah. live these days.
2: That's such a stupid, basic thing to say, but I laughed out loud. Yeah. yeah I was like, yeah, who'd want to live in Dayton?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did you think of it, Jason? Well, I thought it was great, and I like how the crowd is starting to chant with him when he starts to do Devon, and he just yes. stops, lets him finish, and then, like, chastises the crowd. I didn't for say saying Stunt along says. with. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that, like, if Enzo and Cass ever go heel, that they have the common sense to either cut out that promo or do it once and then, like, yell at people for chanting. I mean, Because like, that's the best thing. It's like, you're supposed to be a bad guy. You don't want want people right. into your shit. So when they got into it, he cuts them out. Um, I like how he calls Sign Guy Dudley the innovator of silence. Oh, right, <laughs> right. I mean, just some some good stuff uh, as far as his intro. I mean, but it was like that combined with Bubba's promo. Oh, my God, yeah. And then the uh, the addition now of the referee with the Francine up doll just added more to Dude. it and then yeah. you get the gigantic mega intro with Sandman, Dreamer and Spike with ladders yeah. just was it was way too long like it was 22 it's 22 minutes and 37 seconds
2: thank you good right. i did have a thought though as long as they yeah. are at least ECW never went overtime on a pay-per-view like WCW did. oh yeah cuz i i was yeah. really surprised by that with how long some of this shit takes and they always clocked in at right at the right amount of time. No, but not WCW. You guys made a good point about the chiming in with the champ because one of the best things The Rock ever did was it's not time it's to play sing-along Along with the champ. Mm-hmm. That was so solid when he would do that. That's what I, I think in many ways helped get him over as a face while he was a heel was right. just the way he would do stuff mm-hmm. like that. There are two good signs that I like Sign Guy has. I like the victim of gimmick. Lodi. Uh, Lodi, yep. Lody. And it took me a second. <laughs> I had to think <laughs> about it. And then I loved uh, Real Sunday Night Heat, because it made yeah. me think of the USA Network, just even beyond the, the wrestling show. But um, when we get to this... Uh, oh,
1: d- did you catch the Marks Fia Bubba song? Yes,
2: that's yes, right. Yes, I did. McGillis slutty, that's right, that's what they called her. McGillis Yeah. That's nice. That writes itself. That's good stuff. Um, so uh, I... Here, Here's something else that felt so non-ECW that I saw early on in this match: a ten-punch spot in the corner yes. is the most r- ridiculous thing in wrestling. I've never liked it. I hate when people count with it. Oh, except super crazy, I like that one. R- but it's in Spanish in ECW, though. Oh, oh, I know. It seems so out of place once again to have this. So it's a spot for the last ride. Right. Ex- <laughs> Don't ever ten-punch Taker. I Don't. saw that shit coming. Man, I watched man. the tapes. Yep. I, I knew saw to- when that guy was going to do it. I knew to regain consciousness right around five, six, give <laughs> or take.
0: I'm good at blacking out. I can black out and come back in on demand. Watch. You got to do well, it see, all.
2: I'm back. You got to watch out. If you give somebody a 10 yeah. punch, they may think something different. You, <laughs> got, you better be careful. You got to do it all dramatic. Like, you can't just, like, sneak up. It's got to be sudden. <laughs> <laughs> and then you give Michaels a a and a wedgie, and then you send him to hell.
1: <laughs> straight,
2: straight to hell, people. for For a two-count.
1: I'm So, before we get in, there's one thing I noticed, and this is the weirdest esoteric thing, but I fucking love it. Um, Tommy Dreamer, when he does the, the beer spit, you know, uh, oh. imitating Sandman, he does the great move to fingers to the throat. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. That's right. Um, because... It, when Dreamer was on with uh, Colt Cabana on his podcast, he he said he grew up be or he you know he one of his uh, earlier um, loves in wrestling was, was Muta. So much so that he wanted his original gimmick to be a guy who spat acid called Tommy Acid.
2: Oh, nice, nice. And it was I, I
1: just that just the combination of knowing all of this, it was like fuck yeah, he's doing the Muta, Muta thing at last.
0: Um, it looked good though. It looked like he had like. Two cans of beer in his mouth. And I, didn't think, do it. I think I yeah. think he practiced.
2: Yeah, because it, it came out a lot better than I thought it would. <laughs> uh, the one thing I'll give this match, unfortunately, it has to follow. I mean, just three, three very very intense crowd loving matches, mm-hmm. and the, it does the only thing it can do, and that's get out of control early. Yeah, because it tries to like be. An, it, it seemed like as soon as Sandman gets in the ring, that's when all hell breaks loose. Of course, but it's the one saving grace. That's a lot of bleeding in this a lot of spots yeah Uh, my favorite would probably be spike jumping off the very top of the ladder amazing it sounds it sounds basic nowadays but it like to see that and that little guy that was cool yeah totally uh sandman taking a chair shot man it was hilarious uh he (laughs) sticks his hand up but not like this like this like like way over to the side and I swear, I think it was Devon. didn't even hit him in the hand. <laughs> it was, it was, nope, right in the head. <laughs> um, this is when we heard that comment about Big Dick Dudley being the ECW giant, which yep. I thought was the stupidest thing. I was like, Mike Austin was already on this show, and you're going to tell me this guy? Uh, well, Joe Gertner made a call about um, his arms. They're 26 inches? That's bigger than Hogan. Well, that may have been deliberate. I th- I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it was
0: delivered. I, let, I think it also because it was right when he mentions that it's like right during the whole penis bit. Either that oh, yeah. or just the length of his arm from tip to tip. I just think
2: yeah. Dick Dudley never really impressed me like that, no. that one poke <laughs> the, the
1: thing is with <laughs> I was going to say the thing is with Dick. <laughs>
2: Here's the problem. I said come and they're like well I don't want you to come.
1: <laughs> well why the hell
0: That's not? That's what I came here to do.
1: <laughs> That's what I came here and Vince couldn't walk He, like. he was never even a factor on the WWS radar. How much, yeah? You know, when you are a, a big guy like that, how much do you have to completely suck that he, Vince won't even give you a chance?
2: Uh, oh yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, the thing is, like, we're gonna see Rhino obviously coming up the coming up, you know, sooner than later. Hell yeah, we are. And the thing is, yeah. like, this guy's not even in his league. No, no offense to him, but I am sorry, like, don't hype this guy's your giant. win. I am sorry, like, what would you say? was about six seven. He's not he can't be that tall. He doesn't look that I mean just doesn't look that, you know, formidable compared to some of your other guys. Like obviously if he saw me now and pushed me through a wall like I would, you know, not be too happy about it. I'd be like, "My god, you're a giant." But, you know, well, he, yeah, um, he'd be a giant to us, but right. when you compare him to some, like some of the other guys, hey, he's the same not size. So much, yeah. Um, let's just let's talk about the four-way tree of Woespa where the referee needs oh, to once again, <laughs> <mad>. god almighty, <laughs> what's going and it's because I was like, well, why is he doing this? Oh, because he said he was bald. Yeah. He took offense to it. <laughs> like, that Jesus. was the whole justification for it. Just don't. Just oh, God, it's Devon. No, 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 I'm sorry. It's Gertner. When at, yeah. r- I'm not kidding. Yeah. Right after Gertner gets the drop kick in the tree of woe, Gertner immediately no-sells it and immediately starts, like, wiggling his legs to get free. Like, because everyone else just kind of hangs out. Gertner's like, no, this is very uncomfortable. I don't like my shirt showing my tummy.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was all about trying to cover that up. Was was, like, yeah. my, like, it fits with him. It's like, oh, no, I'm the stud muffin. You know, you can't I see that. this.
2: He's, no, he's exposing um, himself. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bubba doing the ascent uh, on the ladder with Oh, my God. Uh was yeah. yes, it was Jesus. Uh,
2: Another dangerous spot. Ladder's on top of Devon. Devon is holding it like this with his hands sticking out, and Sandman does a rolling senton onto it, and he lands on Devon's hand that's holding the ladder in place. Yeah. And it just looked fucking dangerous. And uh, we haven't even got to the, you know, you knew it was coming spot of the night. When, <laughs> oh, uh, God. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah, so. so. So, Jack Vick. So, Jack Victor. Yeah, so they get the win after what's the spot? It's a DDT on the ladder.
0: Yeah, I don't know how Tommy didn't break his neck because it's like Tommy's neck, the base, like where his his neck and spine (laughs) meet is what? It's the ladder.
2: I didn't think Tommy was going to take it like that. I was like, well, how's he going to land? Oh, right on it. Yeah. (laughs) He
0: he takes the DDT or delivers
2: the DDT. They pick up the win. I mean,. I don't know how many times you have to beat the Dudleys to be done with them. But, I mean, at this point now, it feels like it should be done. It's a massive pop from the crowd. They're like
1: thrush. They always come back.
0: Right. (laughs) Uh, Good God. But But isn't this also, uh, just to go back, if this is a grudge match, I mean, they just showed the video, and Joey Styles is sickeningly repulsed by the Dudleys for breaking Beulah's neck. But Tommy Dreamer takes the time to do a whole Sandman intro complete with Muda Beer Spit. Yeah. that does seem like you. you, right. you
1: the match you, also you, you starts start with chain wrestling. It's possible <laughs> too.
2: We were waiting for a New Jack to get back to the arena. Oh, sure. We're we're probably stalling so that uh, Denzel's buddy can <laughs> get back in time. Which that's where we cue afterwards. Where Jack Victory, the formidable Jack Victory. That's your cue. Yeah, he Jack kind, Victory. <laughs> he, I mean, just goes all he goes all mayhem on Tommy with a guitar. New Jack's music hits. He quickly brings out every weapon in sight as including... quickly as he can and launches just an all-out assault on professional wrestling. That shopping cart <laughs> spot, which Dick clearly didn't want to take, because he starts it's... he starts going over that top rope long before that cart ever <laughs> gets to him. <laughs> nope, nope. It just it's purely there for the pose down with the ladders afterwards. With that was know, okay. With Spike doing the bushwhacker. But then, mm. then Tommy had to cut his fucking blah, 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 ECW promo. And that seems to be his motif.
1: So, Decl- Yeah, declaring Dayton ECW country. Right. I think like- that was supposed to be like dark match stuff that just happened to sneak onto the pay-per-view.
2: Yeah, yeah, they should have cut the feed. Because it's like a minute and a half after Joey says,
0: goodbye!
1: Right. Yeah. For I mean,
2: real. I mean, clearly, like, this match is not, like, in the caliber of those other three. It's a good finish. Like, it's a good... It's a better finish than the, the Shane Douglas-Al Snow thing. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. even that tag it's, match. It's a,
1: like a send-them-home-happy kind of yeah. feeling, isn't it?
2: Right. It really is. It's almost like what you would get after the cameras well, are yeah. off the air. And they'll repeat this at one night stand. Right. It's the same, same thing. Yep. It's a feel-good, go-home. I think this show is phenomenal. I think it is... I think Best top to bottom... Yeah, I, I think... Yeah. I, I mean... I don't know how it would compare to Barely Legal because Barely Legal is special in that it's that first one. There's a lot of, you know, emotion, adrenaline coming with it. But I think this in terms of all of these shows building up to it have been collectively pretty, medi- pretty mediocre yeah. overall. But this is a phenomenal climax to a lot of feuds. It has introduced us to some phenomenal guys in the mid-card, guys that will be competing in the main event. I, I just... I can't say the good things about this show. All of the future of ECW is in this show. Yes. Like, some for the first time, right. prominently. Right. And, that's, and that's, the, that's the coolest thing, because it's only going to get better. The question I, ask, I go around starting with Jason is, is there a low point for you on this show?
0: If there is, it's just because it's, like, not a good point. Or a great point, if anything. It's like I there wasn't a single match that I was bored with. I Like I said last time, it took me four days to watch that. I watched all of this at once and not under any kind of time crunch scenario. Uh, it was just – it was a great time from start to finish. Um, like the, the last match, even though it, it – like you said, it was just a go home happy. It was the right kind of chaos. That's the kind of ECW I think about, like the way that that – Way that last match played out before the weapons and shit came in, it was just like just there's six pe- six people, tags really don't matter, everyone's getting beat the fuck up. No. It was great. I, I had a good time watching the whole show.
2: Martin, did you have? Was there any low point for you?
1: Not especially, no. No, no. Again, I've I managed to mainline the show in, in one go. All the breakfast, weirdly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Early nice. morning ECW is actually quite enjoyable <laughs> when it's a, a show like this. Yeah, I mean, being nitpicky, you know, the, the the stage spot was a little hokey and, you know, New Jack, but you know, it was mercifully brief.
2: That's true. And, and we didn't have to see any um, balcony spot. Nope, nope. Yeah. Uh, if there's a little point for me, it's either New Jack or it's... When the referees get involved physically. Yeah, like, of course. I, I'm stable. tired it's of It's just dumb. doesn't need to happen ever. Just incredible, even though he, he he had a lot of assistance. That match more than makes up for it. This is just a great show. Yeah. Yeah. So, as we saw the promos next, we're in August now. So, November to remember is our next show in mm-hmm. New Orleans, which ought to be interesting. I'm interested to see how a New Orleans crowd's going to be with ECW. <laughs> so, um, re- to,
1: to my shame, I... Accidentally clicked on the wrong video, so I've seen a little bit of November to Remember. There is a, there is a, there is a. Someone appears on the show that you think, "Holy fuck! I never, never knew they were in ECW, and never in a million years expected them to ever be anywhere near ECW." It's Bret Hart. I (laughs) I think. I think we get a well. Well, there was that Terry Funk retirement show, which I'm still trying to find a full version of.
2: Right. I think Awesome and Tanaka have their first rematch. Oh, cool. Can't I wait. Think. Yeah. Well, um guys, please continue to download, subscribe, do the iTunes thing, or you know, look us up however you do listen to your podcast. If you want to interact with us, we are on the Twitter at New Blood Pod. We're on Facebook at New Blood Rising Podcast. I myself am on Twitter at WilliamRinkin83. I'm at the Jason Keisler. I am at CM underscore stabs.
1: And I am at Bundy Suicida.
2: We'll see you guys again for November to Remember 1998.